Hey everybody, my name is Cam Brennan and this is the very first episode of my new show, All Things Neat, one of the new podcasts that you can find from Super Megacorp. Now I've been dreaming about a show like this for a while and I've been hard at work preparing it for you. I am very, very excited to finally be recording this show and I really hope that over the coming weeks and months that you will find this show to be something that you enjoy and look forward to listening to. Now, before we dive into our topic for this very first episode, I want to give you, the listener, an idea of what to expect from this show in the future. Each episode, I'll cover one specific topic. This could be something as simple and lighthearted as beer, or something as complex as robotics or pathology. Some episodes, like today's episode, will feature only me. Uh, For other episodes, I will be joined by a guest or two, so that they can share their expertise on the topic at hand. The point of the show is to introduce you to the things going on all around us that are interesting, inspiring, and downright cool. Or, in a word, neat. I hope you will continue to listen as I try to learn as much as I can about the neat stuff going on in our world today, and hopefully you will learn something as well and share it with me and the other listeners of All Things Neat so that we can learn from each other. because. I don't know everything, and learning from you is something that I hope will become a regular occurrence because of this show. Now, if you do want to get in touch with me about this show, you can do so on Twitter. I'm at Cam Brennan, or you can email me, which would be hello at supermegacorp.net. We'll also have show notes for this episode, which can be found in your podcast app of choice or at supermegacorp.net, let's try that again, slash ATN for all things neat, slash one. Again, that's supermegacorp.net slash ATN slash one. All right. It is now time for our main topic today. And friends, that topic is SpaceX. Now, for those of you who are unfamiliar with SpaceX, let me share this brief statement from their website. It reads, SpaceX designs, manufactures, and launches advanced rockets and spacecraft. The company was founded in 2002 to revolutionize space technology with the ultimate goal of enabling people to live on other planets. And also, this is not part of the little blurb that I just read, it's just my own thought here, they can land and reuse their rockets, which we'll get to in a little bit. But first, let's take a deep breath and break this mission statement down because there is a lot going on here. SpaceX designs advanced rockets and spacecraft. This is incredibly cool and insanely difficult, and this alone should be enough for any company to tackle. Their vehicles include the Falcon 9, which is a crazy rocket that can now be landed minutes after launch. Then there's the Dragon, which is a free-flying spacecraft for delivering cargo and people to orbiting destinations, aka the International Space Station, for example. Uh, It is the only private spacecraft to ever dock with that International Space Station, by the way. And last but not least, SpaceX has the soon-to-come Falcon Heavy. The Falcon Heavy can deliver twice the payload of the nearest competitor and do so at one-third the cost. So, not a big deal at all, right? Just totally normal, par for the course. Now, I'll link to each of these in the show notes because you have to see them 
to believe them. They are bonkers. These things are crazy. But the real live spacecraft that fly to space and accomplish things in space. SpaceX has done some incredible work simply by designing these things. But they didn't just stop there at the design. They also manufacture them, which makes them real things. Each Falcon 9, Dragon, and Falcon Heavy spacecraft is manufactured in the U.S., which is nuts because the only thing more ridiculous than designing the best rockets and spacecraft is to manufacture them here in America, where, you know, manufacturing and staffing costs are real, real cheap. But it's the status quo to think that you can't design and manufacture such incredible vehicles at a cost far below the industry standard, and if there's anything that SpaceX is, it sure is not the status quo. I want to link to a video in the show notes uh, in which Elon Musk gives a tour of SpaceX, and you'll see just how unusual they are. Now, if you've heard the name Elon Musk before, uh, it's probably because he is referred to as the real-life Tony Stark. In fact, Robert Downey Jr. spent time with Elon Musk when he was preparing for his role as Tony Stark. Now, uh, I had mentioned this earlier, but... With the coming Falcon Heavy, SpaceX will be able to take twice as much payload to space as their nearest competitor and will be able to do so for one-third the cost. On top of this, the Falcon Heavy is designed and manufactured in the U.S., as we said already. SpaceX is, to use a cliche, disrupting the space industry in a huge way. Case in point here. In 2016, this very current calendar year that we find ourselves in, they will produce more rocket engines than any other country in the world and do so as a privately owned company. They're nuts. Now, to prove that they're nuts, not just by the fact that they can design these things and then also manufacture them, let's talk about something that they have accomplished that has never, ever, ever been done in the history of mankind. They landed a freaking rocket. Not a space shuttle that lands like an airplane, not uh, a little lunar module that lands in the ocean. No, no, no. The actual rocket, the engine that launches the spacecraft into air, they landed it like a pencil standing up standing right side up on a desk. There is a a video in the show notes that you have to watch. In fact, push pause right now, scroll down on your podcast app, click the video of them landing a rocket, and then come back when you're done. Okay, so you've, you've unhit pause, you're playing the, the podcast back now, your mind is completely blown because they just landed a rocket. This is insane. Instead of letting the first stage plummet to its death in the ocean, essentially wasting millions and millions of dollars and time and supplies and all of that, SpaceX had a thought. What if we could land the used first stage and reuse it, saving those wasted millions of dollars and increasing the rate at which flights into space could occur? It's a simple enough thought, right? But pulling it off had never been done before. I can't even begin to explain to you how impossible this should be because I'm not a rocket scientist by any stretch of the imagination. So I'm going to borrow an illustration from Tim Urban. 
He says that landing the used first stage rocket is like throwing a pencil over the Empire State Building, reorienting it mid-flight, and then landing it on a shoebox on the other side of the Empire State Building in the middle of a windstorm. And I think that that kind of sums up the insanity of what they thought they could pull off, and then they actually did. So this, this kind of thing, it just doesn't happen, right? And, and here's proof. Listen to the reaction in the video that you just watched when the actual rocket lands. It is utter pandemonium. Even the people who designed and built the rocket to achieve this feat can't actually believe that they pulled it off. They sound like, and this is a terrible illustration, but it's the best that I got, a bunch of screaming teenage girls at an NSYNC concert from the late 90s. And I don't blame them at all for acting that way. They should go nuts. They just landed a rocket on the ground, something that should not have been possible. Now, if I had the money, and I I certainly don't, but if I did, I'd have bought a round of drinks for all 4,000-plus SpaceX employees because what they did is crazy, and they deserve some serious, serious awards, plaudits, credit, whatever you want to give them, drinks, raises, uh, the presidency, whatever it is, they deserve it. Now, this is what is so special about SpaceX, or what I find so special about them, is that they achieve the impossible, and they do it cheaper and more sustainably than the competition can even fathom. They just, they are so good at what they do. And then I'm going to put another link in the show notes where you can read more about rocket reusability um, by following the link, and it will go into far more depth than I am capable of, but will explain exactly why reusing rockets can save millions of dollars and save months and months of preparation time. Now, we have hopefully at this point come to a consensus that SpaceX has started to chip away at what everyone thinks is possible in the space industry. Um, So let's talk about the elephant in the room concerning SpaceX. They want to colonize Mars. And I have proof in the form of some really slick, vintage-looking posters that they created. Uh, And those will be in the show notes as well. They're super cool. You should check them out. But when people hear we are going to colonize Mars, the general reaction is laughter. uh, You think they're kidding. You don't quite understand what they mean by colonizing Mars. It just seems like such a a ridiculous thought that that most people don't realize that, that Elon Musk and SpaceX are totally dead serious about this. In fact, I dare say he's hell-bent on making this happen. And he thinks that people who laugh at this are desperately short-sighted. His ideal future of mankind is an interplanetary one. Why, you might ask? For the same reason that you back up your computer files. Because if your computer explodes, it's really not that big of a deal if you have a backup. If you don't have a backup, you lose everything. So, in this circumstance, if the Earth explodes tomorrow, we don't have a backup. We are screwed. Game over. That's it. No more humanity. 
But Musk sees Mars as the most plausible backup of the human race. It's not quite as simple as plugging in an external hard drive to the USB port of mankind. That doesn't really exist. But by going interplanetary, we can raise the odds that the human race survives a planetary catastrophe. It may wind up being the walking dead on Earth, but it can still be Mayberry on Mars. Now, I personally love this for a number of reasons. One, Musk doesn't struggle with the leap from backing up a computer to backing up an entire gene pool like most people do. It just seems like a logical thing for him, and I love the fact that he's that audacious. It's fantastic. Now, if it works on the micro, in this case, right, he thinks it should work on the macro, and why not? Is it harder? Sure, but is the concept the same? Absolutely. So imagine if you or I thought and acted this way? What would change in how we lived our lives? What works on the micro in our lives that if we applied on the macro scale would change how we think, how we act, how we treat other people, and the quality of life that we have? Just a thought. So this is all pretty cool, but why should we care about what SpaceX is doing? I mean, it's just one crazy guy and a couple thousand employees that are just off in the corner of the world doing something, right? But the very future of our race may depend upon some of the work that SpaceX is doing right now. And that is Musk's sole purpose with SpaceX, is to give us a fighting chance on the macro scale of time. Now, if you wanted to learn more about SpaceX. There are plenty of places to go. They're going to give you more details than I gave you here. I just wanted this to be sort of an intro to some of the super cool, neat, crazy stuff that they are trying. I wanted to pique your interest, and I wanted to be able to send you to more detail if you want it. So there's going to be a whole list of links and videos and photos in the show notes. It's It's going to be very rich in information for you about this. So please do check out the show notes. Again, if you're in a podcast app on your smartphone, chances are if you scroll down from the artwork, you will be able to find those show notes. And if you want to go to the website, you can go to supermegacorp.net slash ATN slash one. And I just want to thank you guys so much for listening to this very first episode of All Things Neat. I wanted to start off with something a bit crazy, uh, and I'm a bit obsessed with this whole SpaceX thing. Uh, It just, it blows my mind. So thank you so much for listening to this very first episode. I hope you'll be back in two weeks when All Things Neat returns with a brand new topic. But until then, check out all the other great shows on Super Megacorp by going to supermegacorp.net, and you can see all the shows there, and I will be back in two weeks. Take care.